Welcome to Stacking M's, the podcast where we talk about marketing, money, and mindset because stacking millions won't happen without a consistent focus on those things. My name is Tara Payton. I'm a marketing expert and coaching consultant who spent 14 years working with major corporations and Fortune 500 companies, helping them with their marketing to make them millions. So this podcast is a place for me to help product-based and consumer business owners like you learn how to optimize your marketing to make more, learn how to leverage your money, and how to invest to grow your business. Also, we're talking about how to make sure your mindset is always elevating so you can actually enjoy this ride. Turn up the volume, prepare to take some notes, and get ready to really stack those M's. Welcome to the Stacking M's Podcast. I am Tara Payton, a marketing consultant and business coach, and we are going to be talking about marketing, money, and mindset. And I am joined here by a very special guest, my friend, Deanna McIntosh, retail expert extraordinaire. Um, I'm going to let her go ahead and tell y'all about her accolades and what she's done <laughs> and all that stuff. So tell the people a little bit about yourself, kind of how you got started in retail. Yes. Well, for one, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Um, Let's see. So my journey in retail started at age 16. I'm one of those crazy people who loved retail in middle Mm -hmm. school, actually, Mm -hmm. and continued on through high school, still loving retail. And I went to FIT, uh, the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York, to study fashion and so forth and so on. So I am still here. Steinmark. Okay, was my first job. Really? You know, I used to think I was fly with the little gap sets, okay? <laughs> the little sweatsuits, you know? Yep. In yep. the bag. They used to have the jacket that you put inside the bag. Do you remember that? Yes. Like I the do. little windbreaker? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So FIT. Ooh, yes. So FIT also studied abroad in Florence, Italy for a year. Nice. Spoke fluent Italian. Don't ask me to do it now. Because okay. I don't <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's on my wish list. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and then after college, I was a buyer at Chico's Office Depot, Home Depot. I worked in logistics. I worked in like art direction, mm-hmm. marketing, like the whole nine yards. So I've seen the industry from so many standpoints. But mm-hmm. um, I think all of that corporate experience led me to this, which is what I do now, working for small businesses as a retail business coach and consultant. I just really strongly feel like small businesses are the future of this industry. So I wanted to shift away from corporate and serve them and give them the same tools and strategies that I use in corporate. Got it. Got it. So was this a push into working with small businesses or was this deliberate? Because a lot of times Mm -hmm. what I find is most entrepreneurs, they're pushed into the position to help and work with small businesses Mm -hmm. in some way, right? So was it a push for you or was it something that you kind of planned out and said, okay, this is what I want to do? Or was it just a mistake? That's a great question. (laughs) That's like a really great question. Uh, Well, I'd say I was kind of led there in a way. Uh, When I was a buyer at Office Depot, my project was for an entire year, I brought in 13 local brands into our stores Mm -hmm. for the first time in company history. And so through that, I got to see small businesses um, in Austin and how innovative they were and how creative they were. And at the time, I was very stifled in that role in corporate. Uh, It it never felt like me. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting to interact with them and seeing how they run their business versus how corporate runs their business, I got really curious. Like, well, we do all these this planning and we systematize things. Why don't they do that? 
Like it was my entire job for a year just to get 13 brands into our stores. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why is this so difficult? Mm -hmm. Like why is there such a disconnect (laughs) between what we know here in corporate and what small businesses know? So yeah, it was definitely intentional for me to land here. But as far as leaving corporate to be a full-time entrepreneur, that was not planned. Okay, that was the push. <laughs> that, that, yeah, like. that, that happened real quick and okay. unplanned. Okay, okay. So I want to touch on a bit, you're talking about the gap, right? Yeah. The huge gap that you saw from the small businesses that you were trying to bring into Office Depot mm-hmm. and actually what you knew and learned through working at corporate. What were the biggest gaps that you saw mm-hmm. from the small businesses and what you knew from your corporate experience. So I can give you that in one word, and it's merchandising. Mm. Nobody knows what that is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if someone's making 100,000 in their store or $60 million in their business, they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess, and you're a marketing person, so this is a perfect segue. But um, so the way to explain it is that So marketing moves goods towards people. Mm -hmm. Merchandising moves the people towards the goods. Mm. Does that make sense? So like Mm. when you're marketing, you're like, everybody come to my store. Mm -hmm. But with merchandising, no, let's let's get the products together. Let's get the pricing together. Mm -hmm. Let's get the strategy together to get it to the people. So I want to make sure y'all caught that (laughs) gem, right? Marketing moves goods towards the people. Merchandising moves the people towards the goods. So as we think about this, and I know you work with a lot of brick and mortar, but you also work with Mm e-commerce brands, online brands, um, and a huge part of the audience that's going to experience this have Mm e-commerce. What are some of the things or how, let's just start at a high level. Mm -hmm. How can you merchandise your store online? So I think the biggest thing to think about first is who are you even merchandising for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as I know you know, the yes. target customer and breaking that down and understanding who that is at a deep level is where it begins. And I feel like that's where people always lose sight. Like when they first launch, it's like, oh, I'm so excited. They think that they're their own target customer. Like, I'm my target customer. I'm going to buy this for myself. You're not (laughs) your target customer. Let me just lean in for that, okay? Right. (laughs) You're not. So it always starts that way. But then, you know, as they reach somebody like you or me and they're ready to scale their business, it's like, okay, who's your target customer? Because it's not you. Mm -hmm. Like, the ugly stuff that you hate, your customers probably buy it. That's so (laughs) true, right? That is so true. And a lot of times what I find is people get into entrepreneurship, like you're saying, they build a business, especially in the consumer brain space, the Mm -hmm. beauty and wellness space. They're starting their product because of an issue that they had, right? And then they're building it around them. But I always tell my clients, you're not, if you can't replicate yourself a hundred times, a thousand times, 10,000 times Mm -hmm. to have those customers, repeat customers, Whatever you are thinking in your head is not the answer. Like you have to go see your clients, you have to get to your target audience. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, and it's even, again, like their mindset, um, like it's not just, oh, I'm I'm targeting this customer. Mm -hmm. No, where are they in the journey with you, Mm -hmm. right? Like when they first find you, what are they thinking about? Mm -hmm. When they're considering you and comparing you, what are they thinking about? So it's just a whole, thing because if you don't know that you can't buy the right products right and your products are everything so if you're not buying the right products you're not in business right all right so we got target (laughs) customer you absolutely need to know your target customer what else you have to plan 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So that's my thing. <laughs> I do one day transformations and help you create your 12 month growth plan and systematize that. It's so important. Um, and so what I mean by plan is that you have like a roadmap for your entire business for the year, right? So we're sitting here getting ready for Black Friday. Everybody's scrambling. Like y'all should have planned that. In uh, July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even last year mm-hmm. when you were planning for this year, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I always see a lot of small businesses like, oh, I can't take deep discounts. I can't do more than 20%. Well, 20% for Black Friday is not going to make me get off the couch. Mm -hmm. But you could do bigger discounts if you planned it, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to have a financial plan. So then when you're buying inventory, you know how much to buy and when and Mm -hmm. what, right? So it's just all about planning out your business, what you're going to talk about, your marketing messages, Mm -hmm. because once you know that, you know everything. Mm -hmm. And then every decision in your business will revolve around that plan. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm doing this today because it's going to get me to this X sales goal tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So what about visual merchandising? Because Mm -hmm. in the day and age that we live in, right? Content is king. However, yes. you should not just jump to the content. And you, you know, you're very vocal about it. I think I'm very vocal about it as well, especially having that corporate experience and mm-hmm. understanding the planning that goes into place before you get to content, right? right. That's always the last step. Yes. Um, but from a visual merchandising standpoint, what are some things that brands can do online, especially and for the brick and mortar folks? Yeah. So, guys, if the images and the video are the first thing in a lot of cases that people see, why is that the last priority for you? Mm. <laughs> like, why do you <laughs> not invest in imagery and video? I'm just, mm-hmm. I don't get it. But that's so important, mm-hmm. um, and especially selling online. It's about trust, if you think about it. Like, if I've never seen your brand, I see your, your ad on Facebook or whatever, and I click it and I go to your site. If your site doesn't look professional, mm-hmm. if your images look like crap, If it's you in the images and you're not a model, you're not an influencer, so you're not like aesthetically (laughs) what I was thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. that erodes trust. And every time you erode trust with your buyer, they're walking away from the sale. Mm -hmm. So that's just so important for you to, one, know again, know who your customer is, know what they're looking for when they find you and having the images in the video to to represent that. Um, And as far as brick and mortar, Again, it's about having a plan. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I think was really cool in corporate that I learned um, was like, you know, the checkout aisle. Yes. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. Like all those. Okay, it's the four. Talk all, about that. Right? Talk about the checkout aisle because I don't think a lot of people understand what that is. I think we just no. go through life as consumers. Yes. But us as marketers, like we get yes. it, right? Yes. So, yes. And it's a lot harder to convince us because we are marketers. Right. right? We get it. But talk about the checkout aisle and yeah. what that whole experience is like and how mm-hmm. people can bring that either to in-store or online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when you think about products, you have your products, but then you have impulse items. So, I mean, look at Sephora. When you mm-hmm. go to the checkout and you, you're in that little winding area and you see all the little tchotchke stuff and the little travel size things, that's intentional. Mm-hmm. They want you to grab that, right? Because merchandising and retail in general is about increasing the amount of money people spend with you mm-hmm. for every single purchase. So the little checkout aisle is so that, oh, if I pick this up, now I'm spending 20 more dollars. If I mm-hmm. pick this up, so it's very intentional and it has to be something impulsive mm-hmm. that somebody's like, oh yeah, it's only $20. I'm going to grab that. Mm-hmm. So candy, 
at the grocery store. All the magazines, all the candy and little things are right there so that you can quickly just grab it and add it to the belt. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's something that everybody should incorporate if you have a brick and mortar in Mm -hmm. some type of way. Hey, real quick, it's Tara. I want to interrupt this episode to help you with something I hear from my community far too often. I get constant emails, DMs, and messages from e-commerce and product-based founders that are struggling with how to properly market their brands online for growth. Because thus far, they've posted online, they've told their friends and family, but they're not having any luck. So I decided to do something about it, and I put together a free gift for you. It's called the Profitable Marketing Playbook. Inside the playbook, you're going to learn what it takes for your brand to win online, the action steps that you need to take to create marketing campaigns that are going to get you paid. You'll even get access to the same framework that we use with my clients in order to consistently grow their visibility and sales. The playbook also includes a checklist because I know some of y'all love your checklist. And inside this checklist, it's going to show you what to spend most of your time focused on, and it will cover the metrics that you need to monitor for each of your campaigns so you know if you're getting a good return. I know that you're tired of struggling with sales and you're ready to grow your brand so you can finally experience double-digit growth. So right now, I want you to go to www.profitablemarketingplaybook.com or scroll down to the show notes now to grab your free copy today. Mm-hmm. And for our online folks, if you're thinking about how to implement this online, mm-hmm. you can do an upsell or cross yes. sell at checkout, right? So yes. when a customer puts something in the cart, you would recommend mm-hmm. something that is an impulse buy, like, hey, get this at this price, put it right. in your bag, right? For a limited time only, yep. get them to make that impulsive purchase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So what is the, from your experience, what do you feel is the biggest misconception about merchandising? Well, one that they don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> but, outside, but yeah. Outside of I know. covered that, but like what is another Yeah. Like once we get people to understand actually what it is. I think maybe a misconception is the fact that um, like you don't see the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, a prime example is like a job that I had, um, the, the owner, he didn't know what it was. And they make a lot of money mm-hmm. a year, um, like seven, eight figures. And he prints out the job description for a merchandising person. He's like, is this what you do in the job interview? I was like, yeah, kind of. He was interviewing <laughs> yes, for the merchandising for, Yes, person? yes. So um, okay. it's like, and honestly, that whole role, I'm just like constantly telling them like, this is why this is important. Mm-hmm. It's important to look at your gross margin because that's your profit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like constantly convincing them why it's important. But Without merchandising, the way to explain it is, like, there's no one running the ship. Like, you Mm -hmm. can have a design team. You can have a a marketing team, a customer service team, whoever else. But if there's not that person that's coordinating it all and planning it all to make sure everybody's aligned and marching towards your sales goals, things don't happen. Mm -hmm. Right? So, it's like, you could hit $100 on your own. Sure. But if you would have had merchandising, you could have hit that 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just understanding um, how it works and why it's just so important to have it so that everything you do makes you money. Got everything you do makes you money, yep. right? And if it's not making you money, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Nope. Right? Okay. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. And I want to ask you, um, 
quick question you could just give me on a scale of one to ten from the standpoint and i'm asking you as an entrepreneur friend right Mm -hmm. of your business i'm going to ask you three questions from the marketing standpoint you know how do you feel about your marketing right now on a one to ten Ooh, that's a great question i'm gonna say a six okay how do you feel about your money on a one to ten like managing it or however you view it well, I'm an expert at money management because I was a buyer, but as far as more clients, would definitely love more. So I'm going to give that a five. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then what about your mindset? One to ten. Hmm, that's a good one, too. I'm going to say a seven. Okay, yeah. okay. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the marketing a little bit. From the standpoint of you and you running your business, I think you said it was a, a six. I think so, yeah. Six yeah. for marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, what would get you up to like a nine, nine, ten? Hmm. Oh, that's such a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You know, I think because I just kind of switched the way I do my business, um, things are so fresh right now. Mm. So I switched away from group coaching and um, like one-off coaching to just do one-day transformations. Mm-hmm. And so it's a different kind of client. Mm-hmm. And somebody who wants results now, they don't have time to fish for answers. They don't, they're done with Google University and YouTube Mm -hmm. University. Like they want results and they want it now. Um, So that type of customer is new for me Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to see where they hang out. Got it. So are you (laughs) testing a lot of different things right now with your marketing? Are Are you finding that the things that you used before are no longer working for this audience? Yes. Um, I would say I, in complete transparency, as I always am, like I never mastered fat Facebook or, or Instagram ads. Like mm-hmm. that was never Girl, my thing. Girl, it's the ghetto right now. Yeah, it it's, is. It's the literal ghetto. <laughs> so. that, 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 just, if y'all see my ad, just that's because that's I'm praying over it. That's because I'm praying <laughs> over it, okay? And she's not my target customer, so I need to go fix them. I'm praying over those ads. It's the ghetto, but don't proceed. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was never my thing. And really to be honest even more so it's like my business is constantly evolving no pun intended because the name is retailing evolved Mm -hmm. but it's been a constant like figuring it out like Mm -hmm. I know who my target customer is and it's changed but myself again nobody knows what merchandising is Mm -hmm. that's what I used to preach Mm -hmm. but eventually I had to give that up Mm -hmm. (laughs) find a different way to to message that and package that so that people could understand it Mm -hmm. um so it's been evolving so to speak so now yes i am i would say i'm testing things but i'm more so looking at relationship marketing Mm -hmm. so like this conversation that we're having so we can dig deeper Mm -hmm. so people can really get to know what it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) and why Mm -hmm. it's important um so i value that a lot more in referral partnerships and things like that versus the ads because i can Mm -hmm. only do but so much or explain so much of what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the ad Versus video and podcasts and things like that are more intimate. And that seems to work a lot better for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. On to the money. You said five on the money, right? You want more yep. clients. Mm-hmm. What would get you up to a nine, ten? Eight, nine, or Ooh, ten. I would say now that I'm doing the VIP days and things, I would love to book at least one VIP day every single month. Okay. It's very modest, but that's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you to multiply that by three, but okay. I would love to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being modest. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, that. Yep. I'm going to go with that. 
All right, and mm-hmm. then the mindset, you were uh, I think I said seven. seven. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. So, I mean, because <laughs> when you walked in here, you were like, mm, I'm, 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 I'm making it, making right? Making it, yeah. You got the new baby. I do. You're dealing with that. You know, yes. you have an eight-month-old, and then yes. you have a husband, your yes. family. Like, talk to me about how you keep yourself mentally mm-hmm. um, sound, essentially. Yes. Um, so, being organized. Mm. Like using my calendar as my Bible. I use ClickUp. Shout out to ClickUp. Um, mm. That's the business management tool I use and that I give my clients in the VIP days. But like just being able to go somewhere and be like, what do I have to do today? Mm. <laughs> like my calendar and then ClickUp and that's it. Mm. So just having that peace of mind and that clarity. So I always know and I'm on top of what's happening. That's what helps. Uh, my faith. I'm a Christian. So definitely... God, mm-hmm. <laughs> prayer, much prayer, um, and communication, mm-hmm. communication um, with friends, with entrepreneurs, like people who get this life mm-hmm. <laughs> is what grounds me. Girl, it's you, you alive. definitely need community, yes. Yes, for yeah. sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. And how often do you plug into that community? Oh, God, daily. Mm. <laughs> like, I have certain friends, most of which I met on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is funny. Like you. Did you slide in their DMs or did they slide in your DMs? Mm. I don't remember if I slid in your DMs or if you slid in I, th- I think I slid in you yours. Slid in my, I slid okay, in yours. I was sliding in I a did. lot of DMs recently. Like, hey, girl, that's my right, friend. Right, right, right. Right. I think. Um, I do the phone. Instagram right. is not a phone. It might as well be. <laughs> exactly, it's 2021. Exactly. It's the phone. Yes. Um, I think a little bit of both. Um, I'm shy by nature, which is mm. funny that I wore this coat. So my networking trick is if you're shy, wear something crazy like this that's yes. going to grab people's attention because people, it works every time. Yes. Like they're like, oh, I love your coat. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah. So what do you do? Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, you start the conversation for me because I don't, <laughs> that's not my nature mm-hmm. um, naturally. So yeah. Um, yeah, just networking, um, and I don't even remember what the freak we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about your mindset and tapping into oh, yeah. community. That's what we were talking community, about. Community, yeah. yeah. So finding Instagram friends, um... Yeah, so I have certain friends I'm texting daily, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's, yeah, texting or on Instagram, DMing, mm-hmm. just saying, hey, what do you think about this? There's people for sure daily. Um, I have weekly friends that I communicate with. So, yeah, it's constant, and mm-hmm. it has to be because this new mom life is – navigating that has been a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to – I, for me, I have to talk to as many people as possible just to keep myself sane mm-hmm. um, and remembering who I am. That's yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah, girl, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Like, not even topic. That's like a whole other podcast. Like, it is. Right? It is. It is. <laughs> okay, so listen. Tell the people where they can find you, um, where they can stay connected with you. Mm-hmm. I would love to make sure that we get you those three clients a month, yes. not one. We doing three, Okay. <laughs> So let's people know how yes. they can find you. Yeah, so I'm Deanna J. McIntosh on all social platforms. My website is DeannaMcIntosh.com. And yeah, um, on my website, there's a free assessment that you can take. So if you're launching, um, you'll see what type of retail entrepreneur you are mm-hmm. and how you'll use that personality to fuel the business that you're going to launch. 
Um, and if you've launched already, you'll find out what the number one thing stopping you from scaling is. Mm. Um, and then from there, I'll give you some tips on how to move forward and how we can connect. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having thank you. me. I know this was last minute, girl. So seriously, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank of you. Thank course. you so much for showing up. Um, for being your amazing self and sharing with the community. I really appreciate it. Thank you for this podcast. I'm excited. All right, y'all. So we're signing off. All of her contact information and everything will be in the show notes. And we will see y'all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.